Good morning. It's Wednesday, February the 15th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's enter, as always, with a prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is called A Basket Full of Faith. Our text is Luke chapter 9, verses 10 through 13. Hear the word of the Lord. When the apostles returned, they reported to Jesus what they had done. Then he took them with him, and they withdrew by themselves to a town called Bethsaida. But the crowds learned about it and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed healing. Late in the afternoon, the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and find food and lodging, because we are in a remote place here. He replied, You give them something to eat. The Word of the Lord Now consider this. Imagine the stories they were telling each other. Imagine the joy of Jesus hearing them all. Not too long ago, they didn't even know him. They were fishing and tax collecting and who knows what other day jobs consumed their lives. Now they are working miracles as Jesus' agents in training. I like to imagine being on that attempted retreat. The momentum of the Spirit was so strong among them. Thousands of people converged on them, and Jesus kept on teaching, and I suspect they were all overrun with people and needs. This is what awakening movements look like. The gravity of Jesus and his kingdom is so strong you can't keep people away. The twelve were ready for arrest urging Jesus to call it a day and send the people on for dinner and lodging. Jesus turns the tables on those junior apostles. He replied, You give them something to eat. 
Jesus wants them to sit in his seat and to feel the weight of his responsibility. This is a test. They punt. They answered, we have only five loaves of bread and two fish, unless we go and buy food for all this crowd. About 5,000 men were there. They see scarcity. Jesus sees abundance. What will become an extraordinary meal for the crowd will prove an extravagant miracle for the disciples. But he said to his disciples, have them sit down in groups of about 50 each. The disciples did so, and everyone sat down. He wants the disciples to see the scope of this crowd. Some estimate there were as many as fifteen to 20,000 present all in. Only the disciples had the count. Only the disciples had the count on the five loaves and two fish. The absurdity of the situation is staggering. Then this, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. There they are. Those five standard movements of every Jewish meal took, blessed, broke, and gave. So where did the miracle happen? Those four verbs are all, all look to be past tense verbs. But one of these verbs is not like the others. That last one, gave, is in the imperfect tense in the Greek language. It means something that happened and yet keeps happening repeatedly. Yes, you got it. The miracle is literally happening in Jesus' hands. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. Because the disciples were distributing, each one of them kept coming back to Jesus and witnessing the miracle of exponential multiplication happen over and over and over again. Then there was the even bigger miracle, the miracle of these twelve disciples of scarcity graduate into agents of abundance. The crowd would be hungry again tomorrow. The disciples could never return to their former state. Something tells me they glimpsed their now-surrendered lives with all their limitations and absurd inadequacies like a few fishes and loaves in the hands of Jesus, being mysteriously and miraculously given and given and given and given 
to a world starving for God. Then we get this little P.S. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. Something tells me they saved those twelve baskets. The prayer. Jesus, what a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. I can almost picture the miracle of those few fishes and loaves continuously multiplying in your hands. I can never get tired of beholding it in the imaginings of my mind and heart. Sometimes I glimpse my life like that in your hands, so limited, and yet in your hands I am received, blessed, broken, and made into the unending gift of you in me for others. Holy Spirit, vivify and revivify this vision in my inmost being. To remember it is to imagine it unfolding again. Oh, wow, Jesus. Just wow. Praying in your name. Amen. The question, can you go to this place in your imagination and behold it as it unfolds? This could just be the kind of meditation that leads to miracles. Will you dare to remember it so deeply you can imagine it? This is the joy of the kingdom. How are you growing from a scarcity mentality to an abundance mindset? And finally, would you like to have one of those 12 baskets? The hymn. That hymn, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus, sings in my soul today. Let's sing it together. It's hymn number 154 in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus saith the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust his cleansing blood, just in simple faith to plunge me neath the healing cleansing flood. 
Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Yes, tis sweet to trust in Jesus, just from sin and self to cease, just from Jesus simply taking life and rest and joy and peace. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. I'm so glad I learned to trust him, precious Jesus, Savior, friend. And I know that thou art with me, will be with me to the end. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you, how I've proved you o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust you more. Well, that's a wrap today. I'll give you another encouragement, though, to, to join us for our prayer and fasting for life and awakening course. You know, we all struggle with prayer and especially with fasting. And I find that I'm having to unlearn some things I thought before and reapproach with Jesus as my teacher. It has been life changing. I'm excited to share some of these discoveries with you. We will meet three Monday evenings in March, the 6th, the 13th, and the 20th, for 90 minutes on Zoom. Jesus will guide us as only he can. It'll be stretching at times and yet practical throughout. There's an optional book bundle if you're up for it, and we have some scholarships available for the course. And these materials, as always, will be available in your account permanently and on demand to suit your schedule if you can't join us live. You can register at the link in today's email. Well, that's it for today. This morning, it's time to hit the fields, gather the seed, and get ready to sow for a great awakening. There's one that's spreading out now, and it's for the awakening. I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.